Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeremy and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Changeling the Lost Smoky Mountain Wilds. I am William Oshani, and I am your storyteller for this Changeling the Lost Second Edition Chronicle. Joining me today, we have Julia. Hi, I'm Julia, and I will be playing Cassandra Scott, formerly known as Calliope Daniels Scott. I'm sure I'll stop saying that eventually. Um, she is an elemental polychromatic and currently at odds with literally everybody in the party except her husband oh of course he gets a pass spouse <laughs> genderqueer uh uh and austin hey i'm austin i'm playing frank and lisa the lithopomp and or uh, polychromatic, depending on uh, if it's Frank or Lisa. And I'm a uh, cat. That explains a lot. Hmm? I said that explains a lot. Uh, and Jeremy? Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing uh, uh, Gex Montgomery or Marlena Dubois, depending on whether, whether they're in drag or out. Um, and I, uh, who is a Ferris Chatelain. And Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I'm playing Joe Arbor, who is an elemental notary. And we will not be joined, uh, this week by Dragon. Uh, normally they are playing, uh, Frisian. I keep, I keep the, the name has got the same sort of cadence as Dragon, so I keep getting it confused. Uh, they know they're normally playing uh Frisian, the the uh beast no darkling hunter heart i think yes yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Sound accurate yes darkling hunter heart um uh but fortunately uh Frisian is in a position where uh they probably could use some rest so it all shakes out um but when last we left our motley. Uh, some shit had gone down. Um, uh, the group had uh, gotten into some fights, uh, had some encounters with a number of... Uh, with a, a number of hobgoblins who seemingly were out to hunt either... Uh, Either uh, Joe or who was revealed to be uh, the Prince of Dragons, her missing husband. Uh, The group reconvened after a bit, uh, at which point uh, the injured Frisian, having witnessed some 
things that called back to prior even to the hedge trauma uh lashed out for violently while injured uh and had to be a sort of held for a second and b have their wounds tended to at which point they just passed the fuck out uh and are going to be resting for a while uh in the aftermath uh a bit of an argument broke out uh between primarily i will say joe uh cassandra and kind of jackson uh at which point the group split into three different uh, uh groups essentially with uh jackson and frank uh staying around to keep an eye on uh the unconscious frisian with uh cassandra and tear sort of in their own position and joe and and uh james uh off having walked off uh together in joe's frustration as Don't all three of them require some time to process title drop uh so uh joe pick up with you uh, as uh as you sort of you sort of stormed off in a direction and james is sort of following behind trying to keep up why i can't fucking the fucking nerve i can't fucking believe this you all right no, I'm not. I mean, Sorry. It was sort of a silly question, but... No, I... Like... These people have been like my family, and they've been on my search for answers, and they've been on my search for trying to find you, and then to just be be accused of being selfish when this entire time my entire worry was not being selfish. I never wanted the spotlight on me. I never wanted to put my, you know, my looking for you above anybody else's thing, but they said, go with it. And they went with me on it. And now I finally found some answers and I thought. I think they're just wound up because their friend got hurt. They'll be all right. You don't have to worry about it. You know me better than that. I, I can't stop you from worrying about it, but I can tell you you don't have to worry about it. I'm just... I'm totally motley, that's what... You know... With the exception of um, Lisa, Frank, Lisa, Frank, whoever they are at the moment. Um, the rest of us had formed a motley, which I was uh, not very sure of, to be honest with you, but we are doing kind of a 30-day return policy on it. 
And I can't say I regret I regret that because right now I don't know. Well, I thought I knew who these people were, and I I, I don't. I'm glad I didn't jump into anything too permanent. Well, you might not know them, but it's pretty obvious that they do care about you. Funny way of showing it. Right, you didn't have siblings, did you? No. To be fair, neither did I, but I grew up around families that had brothers and sisters all the time. I mean, I I had cousins, uh, but I don't think I can think of a month where the two where the two of my best friends' siblings were not at each other's throat for one reason or another. But whenever it came down to it, they were always had each other's back. A fight is a fight. What matters is what comes after it. And I don't know too much about anything regards what we are and what we experience. Once I got out, I sort of wandered. I didn't really make contact with anybody else. So I'm pretty blind on regards of anything like that. I know more about the hedge than I do about changelings and everything else around here. But if you found a group that wants to take you in and help protect you, can't really say that's a bad thing to have. I can speak for myself, having been alone out here for a while. It gets lonely, and it gets dangerous, especially when people start sending shit after you. But you can, like, fucking light things on fire, though. I can't, but that's... Yeah, I can breathe fire. It's pretty fucking neat, but, I mean, you saw how many hobgoblins tried to pile on me. Only so much fire breath I can do. You've got a point. You're going to have something to say to this. But moments like these, I just wonder if I am, if I would have been better off alone. Don't you fucking put yourself down like that. If I know one thing, it's that if nothing else, the keepers understand metaphor. And what do you think they meant when they literally made you the wind beneath the hoods? A way for us to be together. Me supporting you. And it was just another method of them torturing you because I know you couldn't tell I was there. But I was. I'm never going to not be. I know it's been kind of a theme in our relationship, but can we just go? Where? Like, where to? I don't even fucking care. I just, I'm. 
I'm I'm tired. I want to be yeah. selfish. You're allowed to be selfish. And, and tell you what, they're probably going to stew on their own thoughts for a bit. We have a hollow all of ourselves if we need a place to stay for a while. You've got a point. It's not as far as I'd like. Like another state, continent, planet. I don't know. It's in another dimension. I don't know if you get much further than that. Especially one of your friends doesn't seem to be too keen to go back there anytime soon. Friends, nothing. I don't want to go back there anytime soon. The hedge is dangerous, but there are places that are safer than most. Hollows being one of them. Trods being another one, but less so. Wherever you go, I go. I'm not leaving you behind again. But I think it'd probably be worthwhile <clears throat> to keep friends around. We can we can head off for a bit, spend some time alone. I don't think anybody's gonna begrudge us that. But give us some thought. I'm not ruling out the hollow, but I guess I'll stay put. I guess I owe them that much. Well, the hollow, like you said, ain't too far as the, as the crow flies in the real world. As the crow flies or as the dragon flies? I mean, I only have the wings occasionally. At this point, anyway. Sorry, bad jokes. Coping. Please, if I didn't love your bad jokes, where would I be? Not a fucking dragon. <laughs> so, where you want to go? I feel like I shouldn't. I just feel like, and I shouldn't, and I don't think I can. Oh, God. Why am I in my own head? Because you're always in your head, even before um, all this. Shut up. Oh, God, I even missed your nagging shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Don't. Let's take a walk. Uh, walking is good. We can we can do we can do walking. Walking walking works. 
So the two of you just start to wander the park, essentially, because that's you. You stopped at a park. Might as well walk the park. There we uh, go. Meanwhile, uh, Cassandra and Tyr. Uh, so you, the two of you, uh, have. Not gone too far from the rest of the group, but you are like on the opposite end of the parking lot at your vehicle. Oh, at uh, <clears throat> Tears Blazer? Yeah. She's going to sit back on the tailgate again, reach <laughs> into that compartment, pull out another beer. You all right. I mean, the answer is obviously no, but I, I, just, I, I, just, I just cannot understand the idea of being so wrapped up in something that you don't see somebody bleeding out next to you. I, I trust me, I fucking get it. I, 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 I get where she's. I, I get where her brain is. I get where she's at right now. I, I was in her shoes two days ago. <sighs> You really can't imagine that? I think you can, if you try hard enough. I don't think it's that hard. Should just sort of look away from him and crack open the beer. Cuisine could have played out. Could have, but he didn't. Oh, her husband drank. That's for sure. At least. He always told me not to let my emotions get the best of me. We can't stop it occasionally. Like it's a, We have emotions. They are going to be there. Sometimes they're going to be really strong. Sometimes they're going to cloud our judgment. It's just part of being human. She'll just blink a few times, raise an eyebrow, look at him. You might be different, but you're still you. Just sort of go a few shades of pink and uh, take a drink and look away from him. Sweet talking isn't going to save everything, you know. Doesn't need to. I don't know what to say to fix this. I don't think you need to say anything. I think you need to give it time. And I think you just need to be there for them. For all of them. She's probably going to try and hit me, but 
first thing I'm going to do when she comes back is try and give her a hug. I just cannot, cannot believe that I reacted that way. I can believe that. I've seen you get angry. She'll just sort of lean forward and put her knees on her, or her elbows on her knees. Please tell me that neither one of them got my temper. Please. Oh, the kids? No. Oh, uh, well, Penthesilia. No, I mean, yes. Modi's more calm. Modi's got more of my disposition. Which is ironic, considering his name. Uh, Penthesilia. Uh, let's just say that uh, she might not be much older than her brother, but she does take the older sibling role very seriously. Anytime anyone gives Modi any amount of flack and she's on them like a fucking dog on a bone. She will look at him, look like she has something to say. She's only taken about three drinks out of that can. Chugs the entire thing, puts it back in the compartment. I think I'm I think I'm ready to meet him you sure she will stand up and brush herself off Tia sweetie please don't try and talk me out of it I'm not trying to talk you out of it I just want to make sure you're sure you did just have a couple of beers well, the just calls it liquid courage for a reason. Yeah. I do promise to be sober when I meet them, so if it's going to be tonight, we need to wait a couple hours. Um, Understandable. I feel like being made of water turned me into a fucking lightweight, but... I mean, I imagine you would immediately start to dilute with alcohol, so. She will grab his hand and begin walking him towards Jackson. Mm -hmm. Not saying another word. So, Jackson. Uh... I can watch you for the two. What the fuck has happened? I'm no, no, not... I'm sorry. Let me be clear. I know what happened. Oh, okay. Could you tell me then? It's an expression. Um. All right, Lisa, you are still afraid for the next 12 hours. Yes. I am in a heightened emotional state, and any sense of any, any fire will send me overloaded. Yes. Pretty much. I remember. That's why I'm Lisa as well. <laughs> Please don't light another cigarette around her. <laughs> so... We had a very stressful situation. Mm -hmm. um, Sandra was understandably angry over a, a 
let's say a mistake that was made. Okay. Sandra did not handle it well. Okay. And so they charged off in different directions because they do not want to deal with each other right now. Oh. So. We need to work out a convoluted scheme to get them to nope. come together and settle the differences. Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, she she has walked uh, slightly off the distance. <laughs> They're both walking the park. Maybe we can... Lisa? I can pretend to be a cat, and I can run down the road and get them to run into the same park together, and then I can cause some sort of conflict that will cause them to forget their problems and come together. Yeah, give me patience. All right, so... We're not going to do that. When you say because we, am I included? I mean, that? you and I both, together or individually, are not going to do that. Because, well, I understand the logic that you're coming from. This is not a Looney Tunes cartoon. And therefore, that's only going to make things worse. We are going to wait till one of them comes back. We're going to see how they're feeling, because they may very well be understanding that things were heated. They may have come down. They may be open to discussion. And then we are going to take it from there based on how things are going. They both probably said things that either now or later they will have regretted. But if they can't figure out how to work out their differences when they're both in their and heated emotions, won't this just keep happening? Like, I feel like there's things only... are going to keep happening around us that's going to cause heated emotions. If we can't figure yes, out how to communicate while because... there's heated emotions, then... Uh, you have you have the impeccable logic of a seven-year-old. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are not seven-year-olds. And so that doesn't work. And I'm not saying that as an insult, to be clear. I'm not trying to read you. I'm saying that it is a admirable, if it is an admirable notion that is lacking in some context. Okay. Good thought. Poor implementation plans. Okay. We will just give them time to cool off. I think it will help that they are both with their significant others who provide perspective. Okay. 
This is not the end of the world. Okay. We've all been through worse. I guarantee it. We've all been through worse than this argument. So we just wait? We wait. Is it about this time that Tyr and Cassandra are on their way back? Oh! That bad? There we go. So how are you? Did you have um, a, a discussion about your inner feelings that resulted in a better handling of the situation and you're ready to come to terms with how you feel and how other you feel about other people around you and you can discuss in a mature, responsible way? I had alcohol and I realized I was being an idiot. Yes, it's the, that was the short version of what you said. I feel like you go to alcohol a lot when you have problems. She'll raise a finger and then just sort of slowly uh, drop it. Funny thing is, so does so does Jackson. So does Jackson. Like I'm, not sure, who, just, I'm <laughs> not sure who Lixa was talking to at that moment. Uh, was that this much of a lush before I was taken? I just, the, I feel like I just, I, th there's a uh, tear just in my head, just copies the Falcon Jip. She's out of line, but she's right. <laughs> uh, she'll just look at tear. Was, was that this? Did I drink this much before I was taken? Honestly, you could handle a lot more before you were taken. That's that's probably fair. I need to ask. I know I was this much relaxed before I was taken. I don't know that you uh, always drank a lot, but when you did drink, you could handle plenty. Hey, Jackson, what's a lush? Somebody who drinks a lot or imbibes other intoxicants oh. that are the buzzy, floaty, happy intoxicants. Not, you wouldn't call a heroin user a lush, generally, as a rule, or a cocaine user. But alcohol, uh, ecstasy, things like that, you might more call it like. It's generally used with 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 with, with boozes. Beer and marijuana, usually. Yeah. Okay. Um, may have gotten a little out of line and uh, smacked Joe's husband. No. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Really? To be fair, he's got scales. I think he can take it. It's not the point, but fair. I mean, you don't want to bottle up your emotions. You should always let people know how you're feeling. So hitting them is not the best answer. In constructive ways, and there are t there is a time and a place, and you know that. I'm not saying anything you don't already know, and I'm not going to make you feel worse. It is much. It is much more gratifying 
to put it this way, and let you guilt trip yourself into being a better person. You are sinister. Okay. No, she's a mother. When you have raised as many, yes, when you have raised as as many daughters as I have, you learn how to. Regardless, um, probably not best to approach, but maybe you should send a text asking if he can talk. She will pull out her phone, check first to see if she has any messages, and then... I'm going to assume that uh, Joe is not sending any texts right now. Nope. Radio silence. So she will send, hey, I know things got a little heated, but I'd really like to talk. Um... So, Joe, you and James are just sort of wandering the park. Mm -hmm. James sort of taking in the breeze, sort of feeling feeling the air around. It's nice to actually be walking around nature and not be worried I'm going to be attacked for it. Yeah, I've missed this. Well, all things considered, uh, it's not, it's a little different when you got scales and, uh, you know that you can probably snap most of this stuff, but, uh, it's nice to be back, if nothing else, especially with you. It's about that point that your phone goes off. Ah, what did I tell you? I think it's in time to cool down. He says, having no idea what the context of the text is. I mean, I just... I know things are... I know things are... different now, but at least... Again, we're here together. And I feel like it can do anything. Except answer that fucking text. Really? I'm mad. I mean, you're allowed to be. Uh, I can't, no, I can't remember. Katie can't remember. Um, does Joe know that Cassandra made the deal on her behalf to find Joe's fetch? Mm -hmm. Does yes. she know that? Okay, that's right. I yes. thought she did. I just wanted to, like, before I did this. Throughout this whole thing, she's been like a sister to me. What I imagine, you know, a sister would be. Um, I mean, she 
she made a deal for me just so I could find out more information about my fetch, which... So I thought, I was so excited. So I thought of all people she would understand. Probably does. She was just panicked because she saw a friend bleeding out. It's like, okay, this is going to sound strange. But do you ever get somebody a present and you're so excited because it's the absolute perfect present you could find and you've been anticipating for months and weeks? And then they open it and then they just have no reaction? I've been that person. It's not that they have no reaction. It's that there's so much going through their brain right now that they have to figure out how to react first. I'm fairly certain that when she has the time to process exactly what's going on, she'll be very happy for you. I'm being petty, aren't I? Just a bit, but you're allowed to be petty. Be petty as long as you want. No, I've been... I've been feeling that type of way for a long time. I think i got to put it down. If you want. It's nobody's fault we're in this situation. Now that one is factual. Joe will take a deep breath and she will take out um take out her phone and see Cassandra's text. And I just immediately forgot what it said. <laughs> oh. Um She says she wants to talk. Okay. Now the question is, do you want to talk? You know, I got a lot to be angry at right now. I don't think I can handle anything else. And she'll text, okay, sure, and send. I make my way back? Yeah. I mean, be prepared to run because I still haven't forgotten about that. I think it'll be fine. I'm like, yeah, I felt that slap, but I also have scales. I can take it. 
it's not the feeling it is the principle behind it to be fair i probably deserved that i wasn't paying enough attention to realize how bad off the friend was i mean then maybe i deserve to be slapped you didn't even know who he was no but it was clearly somebody they cared about and he did fight in my defense i should have paid more attention Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Exactly. Past is the past. But I understand the reaction. And I can take it. Didn't exactly break my jaw. Hard to do that. Yeah. Just very protective, I guess. You, like, I'm going to say this a lot. You're allowed to be. Just got to understand there's more context than just that. No, I shouldn't complain about anything ever again now that I've found you, but God, I you fucking, fucking say that. hate it when you're right. <laughs> the one through line between these two changelings is they both have very good spouses. They, they do. <laughs> Fine. Do the grown-up thing. I'll go talk. Fine. <laughs> Fine, but I'm going to complain the whole time. 100% kicking a rock as you walk your way back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that rock. Fuck that tree. Yeah. So eventually, a few minutes pass, but uh, Joe and James reappear as well. How you doing? I think the walk did some good. Excellent. And... Being an adult and I don't like it. It sucks, don't it? And Jackson just takes a step back to make... Uh, so, so uh, Cassandra and and... Joe are just there facing each other. There's nothing in between. Lisa's going to look at the two of them and be like, right, I'm going to go on a walk. Bye. And walk off. (laughs) Jackson, I really appreciate being a mediator. Please don't let her know. I'm not going anywhere. I am just stepping back out of the picture for now. She'll turn to look at Joe. Hit me. I deserve it. Come on, you slapped the shit out of my husband who didn't know what the hell was going on. 
I knew better. Come on. She's going to walk up to Joe and hug her. Bitch, you missed. I'm just glad you I'm just glad you're okay. I'm so happy for you. I just caught caught up in the I'm so sorry. Joe, I I really wanted you to understand. Sweetie, I do. I was so excited. Like yours was like reaction I was waiting for because you're like a you're like the sister I never had and this just feels like a very sister thing and I don't know maybe part of that is also like slapping your in-laws I don't know I don't remember if I had siblings, but I remember squabbling with somebody when I was little. And the fighting isn't fighting. Babe, it's love. I get that I was angry, and I get it wasn't the reaction you want. I'm sorry for that. James, it is fantastic that you are here, and I cannot wait to see the two of you blossom your relationship and see you move forward in your marriage. And hopefully we can put some shit behind us so you all can start trying to live a somewhat normal life. Let's just sort of look at tear. I know it's going to be hard and it's, you know, life is going to kick you in the ass every step of the way, but it's going to be worth it. And who knows one day with the two of you decide kids are in the future and then from there you got your own little family of she'll look between the two of you wind dragons that's about the uh, lindworm, I suppose. Fire-breathing toddlers. Oh, Hun, we that's going to be a nightmare. Hun, we might want to think about that. We can adopt if we need to. I was about to say, adoption <laughs> is a fantastic thing. I cannot express how happy I am for you. I'm, I'm so sorry. I... I I need to be in better control of my emotions. And uh, if I don't, I feel like I'll fuck over this entire motley. I mean, if your partner is anything like mine, they spent the last hour to 30, half hour to hour telling you what an illogical idiot you're being. Not in so many words, but yes. 
Isn't it so fucking irritating when they're right? She'll look at Tear. Not at all. Tear and James share a knowing look. Um, she'll look back. She'll look back at uh, Joe and mouth yes. <laughs> I'm about to say I'm calling bullshit. Tear, Tear, and James just look at each other, and there is the 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 immediate sense of telepathy between the two of them. I think it might be best if we all try to go the rest of the day without anything. You know what? I'm not putting that out in the hands of the universe. How about we pack up and we head home? Well, here's the question. Let's take this as literally or as philosophically as you want to. Where's home? For the time being, it's Jackson's abode. Um, for the future, um, I don't quite frankly know, but, um, I got something really important to do tonight. And uh, I know I just said we all need to get home and relax, but why don't you, James, Frizzy, and Lisa, and Jackson head back to his place? And I'm going to go meet my kids. I'm really proud of you. That's big. Speaking of Lisa, where'd she go? Tear says. I don't know. I don't care at this particular moment. We cannot have her wandering around by herself. Let me be clear here. I like Frank and Lisa just fine. Frank and Lisa are not officially part of Lamontley yet. So if Frank or Lisa causes untold psychological, otherwise physical, any sort of damage, I am not responsible for that. I am responsible for making sure you making sure you two are getting along just fine. Therefore, my priorities were here. Let's go look for the fire, because I'm sure that's where it'll be. Also, a caveat to to words that were just said. Obviously, all y'all are welcome at any amount of time. However, my place has thin walls, so if you are going, you are going to have to coordinate. You're fucking to make sure that only it's only happening one at a time because I can only turn the radio up so loud. I have my own house and she'll begin walking. <laughs> uh, no. Hollow? 
I think the both of yes. us have other arrangements for that kind of thing. I am just putting it out there so it does not become an awkward situation later. No. Okay. If everybody ends up hold up at uh, hold up at, at, at my home uh, because we are holding down the fort because there's something scary out there and we all need to be together. Y'all gonna have to coordinate is all that I'm saying. <sighs> You're gonna have to work. Y'all gonna have to get a calendar and put a schedule up. Refrizzy and Lisa James says. What'd you say? Said, no, James just says, nope, I'm not making that joke. <laughs> Probably wise. And Jackson is going to go, Lisa! Meanwhile, Lisa, where are you go off to? Um, That's a fabulous question. I just picked a direction and started walking. Hmm. Was there any um, correction? Are you being distracted by anything, or are you being distracted by everything? Yes. <laughs> this is not only Lisa. This is heightened emotions, Lisa. This is the worst type of Lisa. Hmm. That somebody just let wander off. Okay, let's not do somebody. Because that bitch, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we got in this problem in the first place. Look, somebody, for once, Lisa read the room. Somebody, as in all five individuals that were standing there, yourself included. Don't play that shit. Uh, uh, Sorry. So, um, you're getting a bit distracted by the presence of squirrels and other animals in the nearby woods. Uh, and right about uh, the time that you hear so you are sort of coming around a certain section of this park and you start to sense the presence of a door somewhere around here. And you get the feeling that you can tell one of these like particularly gnarled trees has a door in it. Just as you're about to try and look around and see where you can find that door, you hear uh, um, Jackson hollering for you. I'll be right there. I found something interesting. And I'll walk oh, over. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I was about to ask if Jackson was in heels, but. No. No, no. Jackson is not Jackson is is total boy drag now. Jackson's currently in street clothes. Yep. Jackson also, takes off running. As if that would slow him down. 
Uh, so go ahead, uh, Lisa, and roll, roll me. Wits and survival. Um. Okay, my wits aren't great. You don't say. I know, it's a shocker. My mental stats were my dumb stats. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. It's very good. It is all good. I designed the character a specific way. The character is playing exactly the way she was designed. Uh, what happens if I spend a willpower? You add three dice to the roll. Let's spend a willpower on this. I'm glad I added something. Yeah. Uh, one success. Uh, so as you as you look around... Um, the uh, some of these trees are older than others. Uh, there is a variety of different tree types here, um, but there is a uh, particularly um, there's a there's a particularly large and gnarled uh, ancient tree. That you sort of find it has it has like uh you know the 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 shapes that some trees grow in where the root structure is sort of like started to rise up from the ground from the ground eroding out from around it a little bit mm -hmm. uh and sometimes that root structure forms a natural warren that looks almost like a doorway yeah um, except it is a doorway except it is actually a doorway uh as the you find that this ancient elm tree uh, is probably the doorway that you're sensing. Huh. How hard is it to get back out of doorways? Uh, as long as you walk, as long as you stay within sight of them and you just walk back out them. It just takes a glamour to open it. <laughs> I'm going to spend a glamour. You spend a glamour, uh, and you sort of put your hand along the along the 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 bark of the elm, uh, and uh, you sort of you feel the essence uh, sort of shimmer into it, and you start to see the 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 inside of the bark begins to glow faintly green, and you just sort of reach a hand out and push into the bark, and it parts before you, and you pass through. Uh, about literally at that moment, Jackson arrives. So I see him going through. Yep. Lisa, no, come. Lisa, I'm not following you. So you go there. You are waiting. You are coming back on your own. And we are. You get trapped. I swear to God, I'm not coming after you. You're gone. All right. <laughs> That's the last thing you hear, Lisa, as you step through. Uh, How much of that did I even hear? Uh, like the first half of it, probably. <laughs> the I'm not coming after you bit? Yeah. Uh, uh, 
and uh, you, you step through, and you find yourself standing in what appears to be a circle of of, of ancient trees, almost like a almost like a druid circle, like like you would find like various sort of standing stone circles, like Stonehenge, but you know less dramatic, uh, and, and more and more just trees. Um, uh, and uh, you can see the ground beneath you has this sort of like knotted. Uh, lattice work of of roots that forms almost a sort of spiraling pattern uh around the center of it uh and as you look around you can see uh directly outside of this ring of trees you just see the brambles and briars that make up the majority of the more difficult terrain to pass uh in the in the hedge um and you see that you are standing in a very small and oddly isolated trod uh, a trod is a bit of the hedge that is more uh, static. Not necessarily completely, but where the hedge is constantly shifting and changing and the different paths can often just completely rearrange themselves between visits, trods are slightly more stable and often retain a at least similar appearance and layout every time you come by them. How safe? would I judge this to be? Uh, well, looking around, you don't see any immediate danger inside the trod, which is which appears to just be this circle of trees and this sort of ritual space that you're standing in. Um, the, uh, the, the brambles immediately outside tell you that this is a very small trod, uh, and yeah. any number of things could be waiting either in the thorns or immediately outside the thorns. Uh, especially because you have a hard time seeing through them. They're very thick around this area. Hmm. But what's odd is that typically trods like this are like connected to things like you would typically trods are usually paths they're not usually like lone isolated cul-de-sacs basically hmm there must be more that meets the eye here hello only manipulation uh expression and weird my manipulation is not great. Or you can roll presence instead of manipulation, whichever is better. That is much better. Expression and weird? Yes. Oh, roll two more d10s for those 10s. Okay, just the two successes. Uh, so with two successes, as you sort of call out, you feel a rustle in the trees as if they respond to your presence. Um, and as you sort of look around, uh, you see there's a faint tremor in the roots that sort of make up this spiraling pattern. Mm -hmm. Um, and you get the sense that this trod definitely serves some form of purpose and its presence is very active. You get the sense that it is living even more than the traditional hedge is. Uh, and you get the sense that these trees serve more of a purpose than just 
uh, a barrier to denote the edge of the trod. You don't know what that purpose is, or if you can even figure out more about it in your current situation, or if you might need something else or even more information or a different circumstance to figure out more. But you know there is something more to this, even if you can't find it right now. And I walk up to one of the trees, probably not a long walk, and yeah. place my hand upon it. So you can hear me. Well, I mean, most trees can hear me, but you can actually respond. There's a, that's that faint rustle in the bark. They seem to be responding to your presence, but you're not getting any direct, like, words or any language or any kind of communication that you understand. Perhaps... It would be silly to assume you just speak English. And Lisa will just start singing softly some just through various pitches, starting with low and then moving on to high and seeing if they respond differently to any of the different sounds or vibrations of her voice, all while having her hand on one of the trees. Uh, roll me. It's going to be expression again. Uh, presence and expression again. Also with your weird again. Roll me one more time. This is a different right. situation. I'm, I'm going to willpower this because I really want a response. I mean, Lisa really wants a response. I don't know how much I want a response, but. Way too more D10s. Three successes. You start to sort of go up and down the scales, just sort of testing different octaves, pitches, and notes. Um, and the thing you notice is that the rustling and whistling through the trees changes pitch in harmony not necessarily in not necessarily mashing your note but there the, the the timbre of the wind does change with the pitch of your song uh and there's a resonance there um lisa's gonna start singing some old nursery rhymes just trying to trying to see if she can get the the trees to sing in harmony. You go through some like older various like fairy tale rhymes. Um, and it, there's, there is a resonance between the trees here and the, the note and rhythm of these sort of fairy tale folk songs. Um, the the circle of trees seems a little more lively as the notes match, uh, as more and more of them seem to keep in sync. Uh, and you get the sense that there is a power in this place, and the resonance of these trees is specific and um, has a purpose that can be gleaned you suspect it would require someone with more academic knowledge or occult knowledge than you have yeah I mean she's just going to enjoy singing for, for a good like 
10 minutes or so. Yeah. And again, you, you get this odd, haunting melody that rises out of it. Um, and sort of curious for the last, for the last song, um, she's going to pull her phone out and see if she can record. Yeah, you can record, um, you can record the audio. Yeah. Uh, and you, you, you take it back. Um, do you try and record video? Uh, so yeah, you you record some of the audio as you as you go through one more nursery rhyme, and sort of hope that your mic is picking up the wind appropriately. Yeah. Uh, and I'm assuming you step back out after you get your recording. Yeah. It's about ten minutes later. Uh, Lisa returns, uh, roughly in sync time with when when with their time inside the hedge. How good you survived. Why wouldn't I? You know what? I'm not even, nope, 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 nope. We are not going down that discussion panel. Um, we've already had one person slap one person tonight, and I would rather it not it not that number not be doubled. So, but but listen, I say, and I pull up my phone and I start playing back the recording. The trees sing really nicely. Does it? <laughs> does it actually play back? So yeah, so it does play back the noise uh, that you hear. Um, the thing, the, the thing that comes through is that as all things have a mask, even, even sounds and visuals, uh, this audio sounds, you who have the second sight of the changeling can tell what it actually sounds like, but you also can hear the mask in which it sounds more like some very clever audio editing. Okay. There's no concern then that this is going to bring bigger problems upon us. I mean, if something else was second sight. In the sight, greater world. Yeah, like not, not necessarily from the mundanes, but if something else with the second sight uh, picks up on that, they might know where it came from. And thus, where things that hurt it came from. Why don't you keep that quiet for now, sweetie? Lovely place, though, she says, and she's going to look around for the name of the park and uh, make some notes down in her phone, remembering where this place is for future purpose. And would you say the thing was called again, William? The trod. It's a trod, so it'll still be there. Delightful. Shall we go? Yes, that's probably wise. Is everything good? Oh, I'm with... sorry. I was say I was saying that as an open invitation, but it was not an option. We are going. Uh yes, things are fine with them. Good. I wouldn't want them to be angry at each other. They seem like such nice friends. 
Yes, we are not walking fast enough. Let's go. What time of the year is it again? Uh, it's uh, approaching autumn, like getting in, getting into closer to Halloween. Aren't the leaves lovely? When you say approaching autumn, getting close to Halloween, if it's getting close to Halloween, it's autumn. Yeah, it's early autumn, essentially, yeah. Like, are we past September 21st? Yeah, we are definitely past. Okay. Probably, it's okay. probably the middle of August, like late August. We are we, middle of August? Okay. Sorry. Not late September. Late September. I got, okay. I got the two months backwards. Late September. No worries. You're good. <laughs> so, more or less, we have just passed. Yeah, you just, you just passed uh, the, threshold, just of, uh, the passed threshold of autumn. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are back. You can head off wherever we are heading off to. I believe that was my place and other places and so on and so forth. Um, oh, has everybody yeah. already just left? No. No. Where am I staying? And oh, Joe's going gonna to look at Jackson and go, be nice. Okay, first of all, of this group, I am not the person who has to be asked to be nice in current situations. I slapped one person. <laughs> I can go back to my I'm home not and judging for the night. I'm Huh? No. What? No. No, honey. I don't even know what you said, but no. Um. I think I honestly think I should be commended on my patience and my reasonability and my being balanced and not going off on anybody right now. You did very well today, Jackson. Thank you. There you go. Okay. It's good to feel appreciated. Now, you can come stay at my place for the night. Like a sleepover? No. Mm -hmm. Jackson, is there an attic or like a like a crawl space? Maybe Lisa would really like a little like hideout. Maybe a cat tree. Maybe a real tree. I do I like the pine trees. I do not have a cat tree. The awesome trees. On the outside, as you have probably noticed, maybe you have not. There are awesome, there are some, there are some trees outside. Other than that, in oh dear God, um, yes, there are places that outside of my direct living space. It is a warehouse, after all. 
There are some places that have been sort of cordoned off. They were cordoned off for a reason. Where they keep the bodies. That look you're giving me makes me hate you with every fiber of my soul. Let's go. The funny thing is, I don't know which one he's talking to. You. <laughs> I think I missed something. You sure did. Okay. Was it important? No, but and as we get in the car and start driving, I'm assuming that Cassandra is going off her own. Yeah. Lisa? Well, you are staying under my roof. There's a there are there are certain rules, of course, that I'm going to ask you to abide by. Uh, first, of, first of all, I have a sewing room. That is my room. Please do not go in that room. Second of all, I have a number of storage objects littered around the place: suitcases, crates. Um, that sort of thing. It's just things that I have picked up over the years. There is nothing necessarily important in them. However, I would ask that you not go poking around in them. Yeah, don't open other people's stuff. Common sense. Wonderful. Then we will be perfectly fine. And so... Just to be just to be clear, Lisa, under under the roof is a not a literal term. Even if you slept out in a fucking tree, the rules still apply. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I think we understand I, each other. I've crashed on enough couches. Yes. And I know sewing rooms. You do not touch somebody else's sewing space. You do not. You know, touch. we might get along much better than I thought we were going to. Well, shit, I didn't have that on my bingo card. Neither did I. While uh, while uh, the one vehicle heads off back towards uh, it heads off back towards uh, Jackson's. Uh, Abode. Uh, Tear looks over at Cassandra. All right, you ready to go? She will shake her head no and get into the car. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Uh, well, you have an hour or two before the kids get home anyway, so you have some time to prepare. That's just bad. That's oh, an hour oh. to stay inside your head. That, oh. I say, that's waiting time. All kinds of shit can happen. I mean, oh, we have an hour. And she'll just look at her phone and start texting. <laughs> Coordinating schedule. The tear, uh, tear just like cocks their head for a second and is like, Nope, I'm not making that joke either. 
I mean, it, it, it'll have to be a joke, sweetie. No, the, the, the joke that James was about to make that I also thought of. <laughs> Squinty-eyed glare. There, stop digging. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> Put know. Put the shovel away. I, I don't know if introducing you to a new friend was a great idea or a horrible one. <laughs> Dig up, you fool. I think James and I are going to get along great. Noted. Texting Joe, your husband's already teaching my bad things. Send. Joe laughs at the text and like, James has that effect on people. Send. When I woke up this morning and made pancakes and, you know, last night was such a good night. And I did not expect all of this, so I do have to say I'm sorry. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, a good book, a great play, you know, a story from a friend, uh, hell, even uh, painting a plastic model kit, playing out with the kids. That's interesting. This was traumatic. Maybe so. But I think you came out better for it. And I mean, now I'm aware that, that some fetch is sending hobgoblins out after people. Uh, so that's a new lead to follow. I suppose you're out there, yeah, but... We certainly made a mess today, didn't we? Yeah... My contacts to clean it up. At least the one with the hobgoblins. The rest of it, I mean, that's on you. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, I, I get that Joe and I seem to be okay right now, but I, I want to... You know, they always tell you to, you know... Actions speak louder than words and whatnot. So I really want her to realize that I'm not only am I happy for, but I have forgiven the slight oversight of shit that has happened. So give it time. I'm sure they'll understand. Actions speak louder than words, but a rash action can cause more harm than good. Don't push too hard too fast.
sometimes I absolutely hate your logic. You taught half of it to me. You're a writer. Listen, I can, I can, I can impart that wisdom and still be pissed off that it's used against me. So, uh, that being said. She stares at her phone for a minute. Is there, is there anything I need to know before? What did you tell them? They know that I have a night job now and that it sometimes gets a little dangerous. I've been slowly bringing the idea that you might still be around and that you might show up again to them over the past few nights. They're excited to see you. Do they know I'm their mom or do they think I'm their friend? They know, they know that you're mom. They've been asking ever since I broached the topic to them when they'll get to see mommy again. I'm not changing my mind. I'm just, it's, it's a lot to process. All right. There's a lot of parts to it. And it doesn't have to be tonight. Waited for years. I want to hold my babies again. All right. Sandra, uh, eventually... You arrive back at, you, you You want to say Tyr's house, but then you realize it's your house as well. Uh, as uh, Tyr parks the, the blazer and looks over at you. Um, she's got her eyes closed. 
And it's just um, every shade of blue imagine, uh, imaginable just coursing through her. We have arrived. Lance. And she'll look down at the blood all over her clothes and look over at Tear and all the blood on him. Yeah, we should get cleaned up in the time that we got. Um... Not that I am, like, completely against any of the uh, the outfits in your uh, ensemble, but uh, do you have anything a little more toned, Diane? Just, uh... Yeah. Okay. I do have do you... mom clothes for home, yes. And I assume they've already gotten out of the car at this point. Yeah. But she will just sort of stop dead in her tracks. Did, did you get rid of? No, all your all your outfits are still there. It's a change of pace to have somebody who has hope as a motivator. I mean, I know they wouldn't. I don't know what the hell those things are, how they think, but I know they wouldn't leave a replacement if they felt like they were going to, if they were worried about something, if they weren't worried about it ever coming back. Um, I suppose you're right. Um What else of mine did you keep? I didn't throw anything out unless I had to. So most of it. Your journals are all on a shelf. Most of your writing notes. And she will just narrow her eyes at him. What did you read? The footnotes on your most recent work a little bit. Not much else. Then you didn't find it. She would just sort of pat him on the shoulder and walk walk ahead of him. Okay. I'm curious now. That was the point. <laughs> and she will sort of playfully run ahead of him. And, uh, you know... Almost like melting into giddy teenager as he approaches the door, just whitest smile on her face. He will casually approach, like just wanting to see where this is going more than anything. It's just sort of. Raise an eyebrow at you. Well, are you going to let me in? <laughs> I feel like you want me to. 
Duh, is my house. Liz Cassandra finally reveals that she's secretly been a vampire the whole time. <laughs> that it is. And to that end, says, as he produces an extra key and hands it to you. You should be able to let yourself in. Just, just in case I was right. Here's the gear. <laughs> Go ahead, let yourself in. You can do it, right? Then she will unlock the house, scamper inside. He will follow after. And she would just point at the couch. See it. Okay. I was going to get changed too, but okay. Uh, 30 seconds. He nods and sits down. Making very sure to keep the front end of his outfit off the couch so he doesn't get blood on it. She but will... Uh, hard to not to make jokes. She will disappear into a part of the basement that he probably has not been around and just sort of move a few boxes take the lid off of one and take out a small journal she'll go back upstairs And we'll walk up with the small, probably about six inch tall, four inch wide, about three inches deep journal. This, uh, not like my other works. I can't even believe I remembered it, but, uh. Cute little coming age story that I wrote. About a set of twins. Named by the gods. You really should look at the basement more. Come on, let's go get changed. <laughs> And Cassandra will pick a very down-to-earth um, blue sundress. Um, she will put in earrings. Um, wash the goth makeup off, or the punk makeup off. Mm. I kind of want them to see me without... No one to see me. Fair enough. Tear disappears for a minute uh, and comes back 
and uh, Tyr comes back dressed uh, in a word like a mom you've seen in a movie. You know, the 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 like the the long sleeved red shirt that sort of slings off of one shoulder and the the uh, the like loose fitting, but definitely well tailored pants. Uh, their hair has been let down, so it just kind of drapes around the, the shoulders and sort of leans off to one side. Uh, the facial hair is still there. They haven't they haven't shaved it all off, but very much dressed in that sort of. Wine mom aesthetic, almost. That's new. Like I said, I have mom clothes for home. Are, are you still keeping that at home? Or are you... I mean, I go out however I feel like being dressed on any individual day, but, you know. Yeah. I don't want you lessening yourself because of the world. I have guns. They can't stop me. <laughs> and I have a soul. It doesn't mean anything. Somebody's going to say the wrong thing at one point, and then... I have guns and kill monsters for a living. I'm really not afraid of some asshole who thinks he knows best. That's true. Uh, and now you got your kick-ass life back, so... Yeah, and now I'm even less afraid. She will check the time on her phone. You got about half an hour left. Do you want me to make something for dinner? No. I can make some food if you want. Or you can if you want. I, Whichever you prefer. Wait, what the fuck am I doing? She'll pull out her phone. What could... I'm, I'm gonna guess that did they inherit the shellfish allergy for me? No, actually, neither of them have any allergies. I was oh, surprised. Fan, fan, fucking tastic. Yeah, we we uh, we took him to a doctor's boat. No, yeah, we it was this was before they turned four. We took him to a doctor as soon as we could. She will uh, he, she stopped like a statue when he said the word we. When he went on, she began moving again. Yeah, I saw that pause. No, there hasn't been anyone else.
thought on yes is a long time. We just nowhere near long enough for me to give up on you. If you were any cheesier, I'd have to serve you wine. I mean, I am dressed like that. Italian it is. <laughs> and so she will order dinner for all of them. And it should be here about 10 minutes after the kids get in, so they'll be able to get settled in. Sounds like a plan. I don't know how you want to do this. Just let him come home and see you. Right. They cannot see. They just see me. Yeah. And they don't have to know any of that until you think that they're ready for it, if you even do. That might be a thing we don't teach our kids about. Let's at least maybe until they're teens or something, not they're still babies. We're both involved in the secret world that exists in the shadows. It's only a matter of time before they figure something out about it. I guess, but... It's just a matter of how much do you want to let them build a worldview that is a lie before you break it down. Not just you. It, in time, I just—I don't think they're at the age that they would. I think they would believe me the way that kids believe in magic. I don't think they believe me in the way that vampires and werewolves are real and will kill you. And your mom's made out of water. That's a thing that can approach as it comes. Her best friend's made out of air. And... Mm, You're right. That's... that's, That should be the first thing for my mind right now. All I need to do is not break down when I see him. I think you can afford a little breaking down. They've had four years without me. The first thing they, they the first thing you need to see is their mother just completely losing them. But I will not beat myself up if that is my reaction. At that point, you hear a diesel engine 
out front. Oh, that'll be them getting dropped off. Her entire body just sort of freezes up. Okay, so downstairs. Wait in the living room? Tear walks you down to the living room, sets you on the couch, and a moment later, the front door opens, and a pair of small kids walk in, six and slightly, and a few minutes older than six. <laughs> uh as uh, Modi and Penthesilia step inside and immediately as Penthesilia steps in, she locks eyes with you and steps aside to let Modi in, who then also looks at you and then looks at Penthesilia. Uh, and there's just a moment of nothing happening and then Modi just yells, Mom, and runs directly over to you and throws his arms around you. She'll, um, she'll kneel down and uh, wrap her arms around him. Just sort of look at Penthesilia. Petsilia, having taken the more hesitant approach, just sort of walks up and, like, has her arms, like, folded behind her back as she sort of steps up within arm's reach. As soon as she's within arm's reach, she has gotten a, a hold of whatever body part she can grab and just pulling her into the hug with her brother. She's take, She's taken by surprise a bit, but when she's pulled in, she does return the hug. I've missed you too so much. I'm so sorry. Penthesilia sort of looks up. Dad, uh, looks over. Dad, uh, said that you might be back. We were wondering when we get to see you. M Modi. Where did you go? That's a long, complicated story for uh, another time. How about right now? We just, uh, I ordered some dinner. Um, I know that you liked my cooking when I was here last, but uh, I figured stress-free for everybody might be nice. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's just good to say it to you. Yeah. You've both gotten so big. 
I can't believe. As you as you look, they they both have what would traditionally be like a dark brown hair, um, but uh, Modi's a little bit more dirty blonde. Uh, you can sort of see the blonde ends of the of the ends of his hair, sort of probably beginning to fade to more traditional brown. Um, whereas Penthesilia actually has the bottom half of her hair dyed red. You uh, you, you both have so much to tell me. And I want to hear all of it. I want to know everything that you have done since I've been gone. And everything you did with you. I still look at Tear. Dad. While I was gone. They call me whatever they want to call me. I know. I know. It switches. I just... I need a minute. She will let go of the kids and uh, walk upstairs to the bathroom. Shut the door. Lean her back against against it and slide down to the floor. She'll pull out her phone. She's going to call Joe. Joe. Yes. You and James have been at uh, um, Jackson's place for maybe an hour by now. Okay. Just sitting, having conversations, talking about things when your phone goes off. Oh, um, do you mind? I think she needs me. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. And pick up the phone and answer. Hey, hon. Joe. Talk to me. Let me do this. How's that? I I thought I could do this. You can. You are. The only thing I could think about is how much I've missed out on them. How unfair all of this was. Well, yeah, it's damn unfair. But are you really going to miss more because of how scared you are? Children are beautiful. Both of them. Of course they are. Look at their parents. Shut up. No, I will not. Listen.
I don't know anything about being a parent, but as far as I can figure, the best part about kids is unconditional love and acceptance. Yes, you were gone for four years, but they're just happy to have you back. Thank you. Thank you. Sis, you know I've got you. I want you to get off the phone. I want you to go downstairs. I'm assuming you're upstairs sliding down the door in your bathroom. You're somewhere hiding, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go downstairs. Mm -hmm. Hug your partner. And you hug those kids so tight that they squirm out to get from underneath you. Thank you, sis. Always. She'll hang up. She'll get up, wipe her tears off, look at herself in the mirror. Um reach over, flush the toilet, wash your hands, and then head downstairs. You make it downstairs and you realize you've been in there for a few minutes because Tyr is walking in with the Italian delivery. My apologies. Um, but kids, how about you go set the table? Um, I mean, your dad will start taking this stuff out. The uh, the kids nod and run over to the kitchen and adjacent dining room because it's connected uh, and start setting the table. Tear walks over holding a bag full of Italian and with the free arm just pulls you in and hugs you. Would it, make, would it make things easier if I stepped upstairs, shaved, and put everything else on? No. No. You only do that if that's what you want to do. I'm fine with you just laying out. Any way you want to present, any way you want to be, anything, I'm fine with you. I love you too. Me too. Come on, let's eat. And she will not eat that much, but she will just 
constantly be asking the kids questions about like school and their friends and their favorite activities they did during the summer you know she's she's trying to get as much out of these kids as she can in the brief hours she has before she knows she has to put them to bed i want you to roll me Composure and expression. Can't sink a willpower into this. Yes, you can't put a willpower into this. Sorry. I, okay. I thought that was a statement rather than a question. Cool. Um, So over the course of this conversation, you feel an outpouring of joy radiating off of your kids. And you gain seven glamour from this conversation. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely full up. Actually over. Um, oh, I know yeah. I can only... You can only go to max, but if you uh, you overfill on glamour, roll me uh, resolve and composure. Okay. Okie dokie. They resolve composure and no modifiers. Cool. You ever been drunk on literal joy? <laughs> Can't say I have, but I'm going to assume it's something like turning into an absolute child along with them. Probably, yeah. Their 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 sheer happiness and joy at seeing you again is literally infectious, and you find it overwhelming your senses. Over the course of this conversation. So after dinner, she will uh, tell the for kids. For scene, uh, you suffer a tilt. Ooh, or a condition. Okay. Uh, I also get a beat for fulfilling my long-term aspiration. I also get one for earlier for hashing things out with Joe. You, it's it's not quite the right condition, but it is close enough. You gain the wanton condition for this scene. Oh, okay. Which is close enough to overdosing on joy, as I can probably get. Uh, 
but while while that conversation is going on, uh, uh, while that while that conversation is going on, um, meanwhile. Jackson and uh, Jackson and Joe, what are you guys up to? Jackson, I think, has left. Stowed Lisa somewhere, or Frank, if they've turned into Frank eventually. Um, it'll be a. It will have been about 12 hours from the point of Frank using their lethopomp ability before Lisa's able to calm down enough to return to Frank. Okay, so Frank, so Lisa's stored somewhere. <laughs> Just put into a room, given something to keep them occupied. All of yarn. I'm glad you clarified because I definitely thought Jackson was just going to shove her in a box and put her, put her in a closet somewhere. No, no, that's how you end up with bodies, and that's why we're not... That's why Lisa isn't allowed to look in the trunks. Um, but... No, just, just, just put... So, so, so they're taken care of. They're sort of out of the way. Um, and... Uh, uh, Jackson will quietly excuse themselves to, the sew, to, to, to do some sewing work Leaving, leaving the, those two the front room. So, Joe. Mm -hmm. It's you, James, and presumably Frizzine's in a room somewhere. Right. Frizzine's staring out a window somewhere. <laughs> Frizzine's passed out somewhere. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Frizzine's... <laughs> Laid up somewhere so he can, you know, deal Different with the bleeding. Different spot than Lisa is. <laughs> oh my god! The last thing we need is for Frizzian <laughs> to wake up and like they now have like the single mohawk strip, or they have a dick drawn on their cheek, or something like that. I just picture no. I what I picture is like Frizzian waking up, and you know, like. Um, how like the the all those pictures of like you know this is how my cat woke me up and like the cat is like like yep. on top of your fucking lungs and staring into your soul, like yep. I like I feel like that's what Lisa would be doing, just be like, oh honey, you're awake. You're not wrong. That's the wrong kind of cat girl for that fantasy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so yeah, what are you up to, Joe? Oh, and the conversations with... Uh... James, you know, something she can't, um, something that's been on the back of her mind. So you said everybody was taken that was there. 
Yeah. Including your parents. Mm-hmm. Wrong accent. Mm-hmm. Do you do you, do you know anything about what happened to them? I don't know all the details regarding what happened to them with them. I can only surmise they're still in there. I don't think they had what we had as a reason to want to break out same way. It it takes a kind of it takes a strong thread to be able to pull yourself enough up to break out of that situation. And I'll be honest, my parents have been empty people for a long time. I can... I can see that. I mean, it's all, you know, all harsh feelings aside, it's unfortunate to, you know, live a life like that. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. But I'm also not, if I'm being honest, I'm not in any rush to storm Arcadia to bring him back. That was going to be my next question. So is that it then? Do you want to even consider looking for them? Or if it happens, it happens? Or I might look for them in the hedge. I'm not going toe-to-toe with a fae for their sake, though. Your sake, any day of the week. Them? Let's just say I've chosen my family. On the one hand, your parents, but on the through your parents, but on the hand, I understand. Maybe I understand now better than I ever did. That family is who you choose, and not just what you're born to. I wouldn't turn away, given the opportunity to help them, if it appeared in front of me. Of course. But I'm not going to throw myself in that much danger for their sake. Well, you have to ask, would they do the same for you? Fuck if I know. I'm inclined to say no. Knowing them, they'd probably just write it off as a loss and have another kid.
I'm sorry. Nobody should have to feel like that. I mean, I family's not perfect, but I at least I always knew I was wanted. I don't get the feeling that I was wanted as a child so much as I was wanted as a thing to carry on a legacy. I was their form of immortality. Oh, you kind of turned it on its head, didn't it? Yeah, no, they get to live forever. And you get to be a motherfucking dragon. <laughs> I don't care what they ended up being. There's nothing cooler than that. I tend to agree. Well, in the sewing room, Jackson just says himself, oh, look, the straights are figuring out how found family works. <laughs> So again, I won't know until I talk to, well, I don't think even Cassandra knows what the winter, it was winter, wasn't it? Winter court was looking. Yeah, winter court was looking for winter you. Court was yeah. looking. Okay. As we don't know what winter court has found. And we only know the briefest of information about the fetches of you and your parents. What, I mean, if you ask Marlena, she'll tell you what she plans to do to her fetch, and rightfully so. The only question is, I, what about us or them or? Frankly, I'd be satisfied with them just leaving us the fuck alone, but I don't think that's an option, considering they've already sent Hobbs to try and kill me. They definitely... have latched onto your existence, it seems. Who sends fucking hobgoblins? I mean, damn. Apparently fetches if they got the pull. It makes me wonder what the fuck they're paying them. Like, hobgoblins, they don't take money like regular people do. But even if they had the Funds of the Arbor family, they wouldn't do, it wouldn't mean much to hobgoblins. Yeah, like Hobbs trade in weird deals, glamour, fucking pieces of cloth, the memory of your last orgasm. I don't fucking know. 
You've done your research. I Like I said, I know more about the hedge than I do about anything on this side as far as changelings go. I've been to a goblin market before. Have the, had the pleasure. It's a dangerous place, but you can find all sorts of weird shit there. It's not exactly on my bucket list, so... It's where I found my sword. Your what? He indicates to the sword that's still on his back. Oh, uh, yeah. How'd you learn to use that? Practice. Lots of practice. You were terrible at first, weren't you? I was fucking awful. <laughs> but I needed a sharp object to keep between me and hobgoblins. I'm sorry, is this euphemism y'all talking about? No, it's quite literal. I... Doors of the walls were thin. But after a good while of getting the shit kicked out of me and breathing fire on anything that got too close, I eventually learned how to swing this thing, right? You know, it's kind of a relief. Because I thought... I'm still not entirely convinced that I wasn't cursed, but... I felt as the wind, I couldn't hold on to anything. I could never stay in one place. And that I was always sent to destroy and never to build. And as someone who takes promises and vows very seriously, i very angry. I never considered the, I never considered the other side. Until you pointed it out. Like I said, you didn't just break things. You metaphorically and quite literally lifted me up. Just wish I could have known it was you. Frankly, I don't know if I knew it was me for a lot of that time. That's fair. You know, I was so afraid to go in that damn hollow. I thought I was going to get trapped again. I think it was more the hedge putting things back in the order it's supposed to be. I just didn't want to believe anything on that side could be nice. Oh, the hedge ain't nice, but it is a fantastic storyteller. It knows the ups and downs. And a story's no good if it's all down notes. 
Vanessa. I guess that's also worries me is if this is uphill, what's downhill? I know. I'm not looking forward to it, but I think with the two of us together, we can handle just about anything. I mean, rather another fight by your side than live in peace without it. Took the words right out of my mouth. Are you satisfied, Marlena? I'm sorry. Well, I'm not paying attention. Yes. Lies. I don't know what you are talking about. We're being very sweet and romantic. Should we tone it down a bit? Just tell me when I need to put my headphones in. Those aren't going to work. I'm not saying it's a dragon. You think you you think you're not going to hear that? You turn them up loud enough, they will block fucking anything out. Look, I'm just going to point you at the draconic kith blessing. If it's not going to destroy the house, in which case we have a whole other problem. <laughs> Yeah, it really would be like doing it at my parents' house. Yeah, we we can absolutely just wait until we make it back to the hollow for anything. I think that's best. Like, I love you and... Oh, absolutely. No, I completely understand. But, yeah. Knock on the wall again. Marlena! Yes? We gonna eat? I'm sorry. Am I supposed to be cooking something for you? I was asking if you got any food. I can cook something. You got any food around yes, here? Yes, I have food. Comes out of the... For the Lord's sake, I may I I got food. We have eaten stuff here. I'm a little bit convoluted, okay? Give, give me a break, even though I know you're not going to. I'm just saying, yes, there is food. There's also that wonderful app that was introduced to me. And which one would that be? I don't remember whether it was Gruff of DoorDash or Uber Eats, but it was one of them that that one of you two. <laughs> I think it was DoorDash. I, think uh, it was DoorDash yeah. I can't remember. Regardless. Uh, so, honey, you want to brave the kitchen or do you want to order food? 
I'm up for whatever. Let's, uh, shall we check and see what's in the kitchen first? Yeah, probably best. So, Jeremy, what is what is your kitchen stocked with? <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not go through, I, I do not figure out, just like I do not figure out everything that's in the backpack of my D&D character. Fair enough. <laughs> I was just I was just curious if you had like a specific style, like a whole who lot of like who fucking Italian, asked like, you like, that Ital- like Italian ingredients or just like basic prepped meals or like you know. No, I imagine like uh, I imagine it is a good mix mm-hmm. of stuff. Like she's not incapable of cooking by any stretch of the imagination. Probably like just like like they easy to make. But yeah, there's also a lot of like really easy to make or just chuck it in the microwave stuff. Free, um, freezers full, freezers full of microwave meals and stuff that's and stuff that's like easily thawed out. And then refrigerators got a whole bunch of ingredients for like sandwiches yeah. and basic meals and some more some more cooking intensive stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, Katie. No, well, nobody has ever asked like, what is everything in your backpack? I'm referring to. The worst D&D DMs are like, all right, tell me every spell component you have. And if you don't have that particular spell component, we'd better do a side quest that's going to take a session and a half for you to get that back guano or whatever the fuck it is. What? You need back guano and sulfur for fireball. There are DMs who are very, very nitpicky about making sure that you have all of whatever that you might need and so on to the point that gotcha. it turns D&D into like a a resource management game which is which is why for so long I didn't play it because... yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not here to bookkeep that's what the component pouch item or even the arcane exactly. focus is for exactly But yeah, okay. You find you find a decent spread of various things that can be used, either instant meals or stuff that can be made into easy meals. Yep. Are you? You know what? Let's just do a frozen pizza. (laughs) Easy enough. (laughs) <laughs> hang on i have literally always wanted to try this trick i've only done it very lightly previously uh wait what as as uh as um james sort of takes the frozen pizza out and sort of like pulls it out of the box and sort of lays it on a tray and just like very lightly takes an inhale and just like blows a blows a gust of flame over the pizza uh, a moment passes, and he sort of looks at it. Hey, thawed already. Look at that. Thawed, but is it edible? I mean, it's cold. It's 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 about it is the not cons- cooked. You cannot cook that way. No, <laughs> it's a uh, it's about it's about the consistency of you know cold pizza that you had, but we uh-huh. can actually cook it the rest of the way. Just skip the thawing process. I mean, don't don't. Don't get me wrong, that's a very neat trick, but yeah, 
prefer the pizza a little bit more cooked. Open stove. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to try. The pilot lights out. <laughs> I just want right. to try it. I, I like you hear you hear stories of people who have you know fantasy stories of people who have firepowers using it to cook, and I want to try it. No, no, like by all means, like it's adorable. Do your tricks. Yeah, that's fine. And like I said, I skipped the thawing process, so you know, not completely <laughs> useless. Sure. So. And I mean, he did legitimately shave like 15 minutes of thawing out of that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there might be some scorching, though. Not much. It makes it makes the crust crispy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you are having a... Ah, I don't know what that was, but that was not what I normally do. Um... <laughs> So I know y'all having a wonderful moment, and I appreciate that. But we have plans at this point. Was that a question or a statement? Do we have plans at this okay. point? Question. As in, we as a motley, we as in me and James, we as in the people sitting in this room. <laughs> Pick one. We do not have plans as a motley as a whole. I think that is fair to say right now, because for understandable reasons. Well, Friesland's out of commission. Tear uh-huh. are doing a family thing. Mm-hmm. Lisa stowed away somewhere. Lisa, it's fine. I believe you. Kind of. Um, Lisa is perfectly fine. I would not allow any harm to come under my roof. Did you at least give her a ball of yarn? I gave her something to keep occupied with. It'll be okay. A mirror with a bell attached to it. Anyway, what is... What is next up for us? Well, we were talking about if we what we needed or wanted to do with the fetches. Mm-hmm. Because I know we have a plan for yours. I just, and I don't know about mine quite yet, but I know Winter Court's working on it. But um, as James pointed out, the fetches must be pretty serious on his end if they're sending hobgoblins out to get rid of us. Oh, yes, even more so than mine. Yours need to die. You, you, your families and so on. I don't think it's a competition? No, no, what I am saying, I, I didn't say it was. Claws back. What I was saying was simply an observation that that is almost more urgent because while mine is a monster and 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 will die slowly and painfully, mine has not sent an assassin after me. 
That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give it time, but one does not send one assassin. Assassin fails and be like, oh, well, I guess we are done. What's the next step after hobgoblins? More hobgoblins? I mean, yeah, in uh, my experience. More skilled more hobgoblins. hobgoblins? Bigger? more dangerous eventually I would not put it past if they can somehow send word notifying a keeper here's where you can collect your, your errant From what I understand from the conversations I've had with hobgoblins, fetches are just as scared of them as we are. I don't know why I didn't get all that information out of them, but I think that'd be a like absolute last resort kind of thing. Absolutely, probably. If that's the case, then probably. But still, if it comes down to it. My point being, we need to deal with we need to deal with that situation quick. And there's an added bonus. And while I say this with no negative implication, well, now I know you do. No, absolutely not. I just know how it's going to be received, little Miss Defensive. But. The sooner we, we we dispatch your fetches, the sooner you get access to a whole lot of resources and perhaps your own place to live. I am more I am beyond happy having you here. But even for me, this is a temporary place until I dispatch my own fetch, and then I have a mansion, apparently. Maybe we can be neighbors. If your fetches live right near my, right next to my fetch, then we may just need to napalm that whole area and just leave it at that. Well, I was talking about post-fetch assassination. We could move Alter into a house in your neighborhood. Alternately, if they do live next to each other, we take one out. That's a staging ground to go after the other. Huh. I, I don't, mean, anyways. I don't think it's going to be that easy. I mean, my old house was in sort of the wealthy area, so it's a possibility. Sort of a wealthy area. Jesus. You know our old house. I mean, you might not. I barely have memories of it, but still. So we've got the fet situation. What else? Continued integration with uh, Freehold. Pardon? Whatever schedule we want that to be. 
The what? I'm sorry. The Freehold. Yeah, I haven't met anybody on this side. So is there, is there a reason for that? Uh, mostly because I've been running and hiding and spending most of my time wandering the hedge rather than right. out here. So not because there's something that you know that 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 is a that gives you very good pause or anything like. No, that. I've just been sort of a wild man these past few right. months. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, that would be it. Would be good to get you introduced and perhaps on a schedule, whatever schedule we are comfortable with, becoming more integrated with and finding our courts and all that nonsense. Definitely need to figure out a better option for Frank and Lisa other than wait till Lisa pops out and then do damage control every second of every day. Every second of that period. You know what I mean. And we need to drag Frizzy and kicking and screaming to dealing with some of some of some of his stuff because he's certainly not going to do it on his own. And he thinks he's being subtle and clever by not saying anything, and he is not. That's what I see. I don't know if there's anything else. Um, no, I think you pretty much covered a lot of it. Sorry, like you, you said the thing about hobgoblins notifying the keepers, and I just, I, 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 I. I'm not saying it's likely. All I am saying. Oh, look around you. My husband's a fucking dragon. I'm the fucking. I'm aware. What about any of likely? I am aware, but there are. What <laughs> we have encountered and what has happened to us is unlikely. This is true. But not unlikely in the same way that that is unlikely. I've just got everything back. I don't. Listen. Worrying about hypotheticals is only going to get you upset, Joa. I say things. Because I am used to looking at what is the worst that can happen. So that we are prepared for it. See I've done this my entire life. I will continue to do it. It is just the way that life has built me. That doesn't mean that it is going to happen. It is not something that we necessarily need to be afraid of. It's just something that we need to know is a potential possibility. And until we get any indication... Because that possibility is more than just a slap possibility. Then we deal with it. That's all it is. 
Why do I feel like I'm being ganged up on? You're not being ganged up on. You're feeling like it because you have feelings of, uh, of um, you have feelings of persecution that come very naturally to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to notice that over the last time that we've come to that we have the the time that we have spent together? Because it's true and it's fun. I've just been waiting for you to say something positive. There's a whole lot that's positive about you. You know it. I know it. James just leans over. Is it as is it as annoying when she's right? Is it what? So James leans over. Is it as annoying when she's right? I didn't hear what you said there. I said you have no idea. <laughs> Why do you think I felt like I was being surrounded? Because it's like. Dude, Like, you know, my mother and my husband are on one team, and I'm just like, Meh. Believe me, I understand. Like I said, I've, we've done, I am part of thing that has dealt with that for a very long time. And under, and, and we get many, I've had many people who've felt that way. It is totally rational and irrational at the same time. It is understandable, is perhaps a better way to put it. The thing to just keep in mind is that when those feelings come up, just make sure that there's natural instincts overriding your common sense. When it's Cassandra or me, James, the rest of us, if you're starting to feel that way, it might be it might be the irrational. And just take a moment, make sure before you start reacting. Ding! Hey, look, the pizza's ready. Let's have a let's have let's fucking eat. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> and at that point, that is where we're going to end for the week. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.